Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Wrapping Up America. I'm your host, Ethan Salem, and today we are going to move on from the popularity of rap to the controversy surrounding rap. I discussed it briefly in the previous episode uh, when I referred to debate.org, but today we will be diving deeper into it. So we're going to start out on the opposing side, the side that does not like rap, the side that thinks rap is uh, not good for society. Um, We're going to begin with the Daily Universe, which is the official newspaper of Brigham Young University, with Ralph DeClement, um, I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce his name, I apologize if it's wrong, Uh, he is a professor at Emory University, and he studied 522 randomly selected black females between the ages of 14 through 18. Uh, He began his study first by saying three different levels of exposure uh, to rap music, of course. Uh, The average level was 20 hours, and then there were two levels other than that. There was the lower, uh, less than average level, and the more than average. So after a year, uh, he came back, he checked in again, and he found out that listening habits remained pretty much the same, but his results were interesting. So of course, this is all just correlation. There's no causation because he cannot prove causation. There are too many confounding variables. However, he found a high correlation between high exposure to rap music and the likeliness to practice unsafe sex and to rely on drugs and alcohol more. So that's interesting, of course, because uh, like I said, there's no causation but the high correlation between these bad habits and the music they pose a pretty strong argument considering there are 522 um sample uh women that he that he sampled that's a large sample size um i mean of course relatively it's small compared to the people who listen to rap in general but Uh, And, well, also it only accounts for uh, black women from the ages of 14 through 18 um, from the area that he he studied. But it's still, it's compelling evidence for the argument that it's bad for society, rap music. Uh, But we'll move on now to um, another another, uh, professor, or rather principal and teacher mentioned in the Daily Universe article. Uh, Now, this is the best-selling author and nationally acclaimed principal and teacher, uh, Salome Thomas L. Uh, And he's nationally acclaimed because he took a school in Philadelphia, one of the worst-rated schools, and he made it into uh, an award-winning school, a very, very good school. So he's he's well-respected. Um, so he says first that a lot of young people listen to their rappers lyrics and take their words as law. So his main argument is that young people of this age do not yet have the capacity to not realize that these lyrics should not be taken seriously and the violent acts and, um, sexual acts that they're committing are not 
they're not meant for the user to follow through with, or not user, rather the listener to follow through with. Um, so then he, he goes on further to say that a lot of times he, as in the rapper, becomes the teacher. He becomes a role model for these young people. So coming from a teacher, it's pretty clear to see that these rappers are sort of becoming the the leaders of our younger our younger nation and really thomas l mr thomas l is arguing that it's not good it's very uh detrimental to the brains and the behaviors of our younger society because they listen to this rap music and in the rap music there is uh, violent undertones violent overtones and overall uh, violent or unwanted messages um there's trouble uh, in these lyrics and mr thomas l is is saying that that's a pretty big problem so we'll move on now to another uh, professor this is a professor at northeastern university which is in boston uh, and he actually teaches hip-hop culture his name is Mr. Emmett Price, and what I found intriguing about this is the fact that he does teach hip-hop culture. However, he's on the side of Mr. Thomas L., uh, which would be the side of uh, against hip-hop. Um, so what he says about it, he says, It is a known fact that hip-hop has taken over, in a sense, the mainstream youth culture. So the young kids from the age of being able to speak to going on to high school are influenced by hip-hop culture, whether they listen to the music or not. So what he's arguing is that it's so easy to come across hip-hop music, this music that is, is not good for our society in their eyes. It's so easy to come across that you don't even need to listen to it in order to experience it, which is... A pretty scary thing uh, if you are coming from the the viewpoint of these two uh, gentlemen here that you don't have to like it or want to hear it in order to hear it in your everyday life whether that be on the radio or on uh, TV shows movies and media in general you hear it everywhere you go um so he believes as well that uh, it is horrible how the lyrics speak as though women are not equivalent to men. Also, the presence of derogatory remarks about race and the concept of love of money, as well as the image portrayed in rap music that drugs and sex are common, all have negative impacts on those listening. And as mentioned before, those listening do not necessarily have to be people seeking the rap music. It could be people who are just exposed to it. Um... He goes on further to say that talking about sex and music is not bad. Uh, he, he wants to clarify that what he said, talking about sex is not bad in the music. However, he says it becomes bad if the rapper does not put the notion in the right context. So he's saying that rappers, what they do now when they talk about sex and music is they make it they make it seem kind of like a game and like it's common to just have sex with everyone and move on with your life and keep going. 
And this kind of relates back to the uh, study done earlier by, um, excuse me, uh, by Mr. Clement, De Clement, uh, at Emory, uh, Emory University. The study he did with the 522 randomly selected black females, this relates to that in the sense that the rap music, uh, according to Mr. Price, is giving the bad a bad impression on sex and saying uh, not to be safe. It's saying you don't have to be safe, uh, which is shown in the in Mr. De Clement's um, study uh, in when uh, the high exposure, the women with high exposure, uh, moved on to practice more unsafe sex uh, or unsafe sex more commonly rather um and so uh finally i figure uh we should move back to uh the aforementioned um debate.org uh i thought this was interesting not only interesting but important to come back to uh and that is a comment one of the uh, most popular comments uh, by the user SnowFairy33. Uh, this comment reads, I am a 16-year-old female, and I've been listening to rap music my entire life. So right off the bat, we figure out that this is the target audience, and she falls right into the category of Mr. DeClement's uh, study of ages 14 to 18. So this is a girl who is right in um, the target age that all of these professors and uh, distinguished professionals are, are discussing. And she goes on uh, to say that she's a good student. She talks about that. And then she says, I do not uh, myself engage in illegal activities. Sadly, many rap artists today believe that promoting negative values is the only way to sell records. The truth is that the immature kids of today's society cannot handle the general explicit lyrics and obscene content most commonly found in rap music. And this is a 16-year-old girl commenting on uh, debate.org why rap music is not good for society. And she is saying roughly the same thing that these distinguished professors are saying and finding in their studies. Um, so that kind of gives the uh, this idea that not only is it professors looking down on uh, their test subjects here, the test subjects themselves, the people in the age group, are saying the same thing. Some of them are saying the same thing, so they realize it too. Okay, and now to recap what we went over today. So we started out by looking at the Daily Universe official newspaper of the Brigham Young University, where Ralph de Clement, uh, who is a professor at Emory University, uh, he studied 522 randomly selected black females between the ages of 14 through 18, figured out that uh, ones with higher exposure to rap music after a year um, seemed to practice more unsafe sex uh, and they were more likely to be addicted to drugs or to use drugs, as well as alcohol. Uh, like I said before, though, there is no causation, only high correlation. 
So then we moved on from that uh, next to best-selling author and nationally acclaimed principal and teacher, Salome Thomas L., uh, the teacher who changed one of the worst schools in Philadelphia to one of the best schools in Philadelphia. Uh, he was on the side of uh, the same side as Professor Emmett Price uh, from Northeastern University in Boston, and they were on the side against hip-hop and rap, saying that it was uh, detrimental to, to society and uh, children and teens, its market. Uh, it was detrimental. And from there, we, we moved on to, to Mr. Price, who believes that you don't even have to necessarily want to listen to the uh, hip-hop and rap. You just happen to hear it, because that's how it is in society today. It's everywhere. And finally, we went to debate.org one more time uh, to talk about the 16-year-old female who had the same idea as these two uh, professors that rap music was not good for society. And that, of course, ties it all together. We have both the uh, adults, the people looking down and studying, uh, saying that it's not good for society, and we have the people who are being studied, the uh, little children uh, of rap, if you will, who listen to the music and hear it all the time. Uh, so that has been this episode of the podcast. Thank you for listening, and I hope to hear you next time. Looking for another fun psychological podcast? Check out JC Podcasts on Spotify. It's a great lesson about leadership and... Personally, I enjoy myself. Thanks.